There is a podcast about an island in the North Atlantic where people have been looking for an incredible treasure for more than 200 years. Hello, and welcome back to Could It Be? An Oak Island podcast. We are your hosts, Deidre and Dustin White. Yo, we got the big three this week. We got the swamp. Oh, I was like, we're on episode 11. Well, I know, but we got the swamp. <laughs> we got Smith's Cove. Mm-hmm. We got the money pit. Yeah. All all the jams, all the important things. Here they are. Rock you like a hurricane. Yeah, they got rocked like a <laughs> cat one tropical storm hurricane ish thing. Yeah, no. It, from what I understand, it was a category one at the time. Okay. When it hit Oak Island. So. Ouch. Ow. That was on September 7th, mm-hmm. 2019. And uh, yeah, kind of got messed up, but kind of got messed up. But what happened before the hurricane hit? Because that's kind of at the end of the episode, right? Well, yeah, we spend the entire episode kind of, you know, gearing up, but we did a lot of prepping and some digging in all kinds of there's, places. Yeah, there was exploration to be had before that hurricane showed up to <laughs> ruin oh, yeah. everything. Hmm? Yeah, well, we don't know technically if it ruined everything yet, because there might be some bobbly, bobbly, bobbly dazzle. dazzle. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, bobby dazzlers that may have been stirred up. Gary loves a good storm. He does. I I guarantee you if he had the choice between uh, having this opportunity to look for more bobby dazzlers, um, in the remnants of the storm or the storm never happening. I bet you he would say he wishes the storm never happened because that was a devastating storm. Yeah. Yeah. Devastating. But I mean, you gotta, Hey, you gotta do what you gotta do. And he had the opportunity to look after the storm. I I bet you we're going to get all sorts of fun, uh, metal detecting finds here in the next couple of weeks. Well, you know what? Speaking of Gary, he's a little disheartened by the lack of artifacts he's finding in Smith's Cove. Well, I can't, I can't blame him. He figured it'd be a treasure trove. Yeah, he, he because figured, people would be yeah, dropping right, their treasures. Right in that slipway, you know, where this dock would be or where whatever, whatever was down there, wherever that was, people were moving in and out. Mm-hmm. So you figure something would be there and all they find is a whole bunch of like nails. <laughs> okay, well, if they're Caribbean moving pens. out treasure, mm-hmm. I don't know, if it's me getting off of a boat, then I'm hanging on to my treasure mm-hmm. a lot tighter than I am, say, like my pocket knife or whatever it is. I hear you. I hear you. But he was just hoping that some stuff would have been dropped and it would have been findable by him. Mm-hmm. And, you know, that's what I would be hoping for, too, right? Yeah. I mean, naturally. Well, okay. And then we have, so what he does find, though, which you were just talking about, was the cribbing spikes and such that were hollowed out. There were some solid ones. Mm-hmm. And they go see Carmen Lake. They do. The our good friend, the blacksmith. Our good friend. We don't personally know him though. Oh. But he, everybody's he, our friend, friend when friend they the show, show up on the show. He's we just consider him friends. Yeah. Yeah. Well. I would like to meet Sir Carmen of Leg. <laughs> there is a lot of uh friends, friendships at on Oak Island, right? Lots of friends. Lots of friends. Um anyway, so we've got uh yeah, the Carmen Leg was looking at all these pins that mm-hmm. Who was it? We had Alex. Mm-hmm. We had Gary. Yes. Do the field trip out to New Ross to to, to his little blacksmithing hut. Right. What is it? I don't know, but I wouldn't call it a blacksmithing hut. Okay. His, his like. His place his of foundry. business. I don't know. Whatever. Yeah. Yeah. So he's out. They're out there checking that out. Getting the stuff checked out. They have like a whole handful of stuff. We only saw him find like a couple things out at Smith's Cove. Or is it just mm-hmm. one? Uh, they only found one like on camera then the rest were mm-hmm. like hey surprise here's yeah. a bunch of uh sharp things that can give you tetanus <laughs> yeah pretty much handle them safely carmen yes <laughs> please i i don't i'm not worried about carmen handling them safely because <laughs> he's gonna he's gonna be safe because that that's his jam he knows what's mm. up any guy that has an anvil i bet you he's safe he's safe he's probably immune <laughs> yeah actually no that's a good point he probably is immune yeah, probably. So, yeah, they go and check them out. And the I, th- I thought the best part of that whole interaction was 
Well, Carmen Lake says that these pins are definitely prior to 1820. Yes. Which is really good because mm-hmm. the discovery of the money pit was in 1795, 25 yeah. years before that. Mm-hmm. And so, I don't know. Could it have been prior to the money pit? Sure, because Carmen Lake leaves that wide open. He says mm-hmm. it could have been 16 or 1700s. Yeah. He said it could go back as far as, what, 1600s, mm-hmm. which is... Many, I mean, many we're talking years about the discovery of the money here. pit. Yeah, this is... This is golden. Yep, golden. it's good stuff. And then we had, so I thought I thought it was fun that the way he was describing what this would have been used for mm-hmm. to Gary. Gary's like, oh, that would be uh, like Reba. Yeah, Reba. <laughs> AKA Rebar for Re- everybody else. Yeah, Rebar. Yes. But it's just funny that he said Reba. Reba. And um, we have one of our listeners of the show. His name uh-huh. is Alan. Mm-hmm. Um, he made a meme about that. With uh, Gary next to a piece of rebar, uh-huh. and then like, and then a p- picture of Reba McIntyre, and a picture of the artifact. I think that's what it was on. <laughs> yes. And um, he posted it on one of the Oak Island groups on Facebook. Uh-huh. And Gary replied, "Did he? Yeah, he thought it was pretty funny. Well, good. So, yeah, it was pretty I'm good. Glad so Gary good job, Alan. Can uh, get a good laugh out yeah. of it. And oh man, it, well, and they pull up, and Gary says, "This is one of his favorite places." He loves it there because all the stuff he finds gets to go get checked out there. Mm-hmm. You know, like he's like the main client for Carmen Leg, right? At least well, the main Oak Island client. I mean, we don't know that. <laughs> um, maybe Carmen has a lot of other clients too. Well, I'm just saying the like the main Oak Island client. Yes, like, yes. It's because of Gary that they're showing up there. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, well, they may still. Who knows what happens if Gary never comes to Oak Island? Do they still find all this stuff? A lot of this they stuff? They find stuff. I bet they don't find as much. Yeah. I mean, nobody's as keen as the uh, metal detecting ninja. We've <laughs> seen other metal detectors, detectorists come <laughs> before him. But Gary's here for the long haul. Yeah. Wasn't there a clip going around on Facebook recently of Gary's first trip to Oak Island, or at least his first uh, appearance on the show? And he it, was like, he was like just one of the metal detectors that they brought out there of like mm-hmm. a group of like three or something. Yeah. I forgot what season that was. I, it was the one I saw had to do with season two and they were scanning the swamp and they had tried to do it once when it was all muddy and such. Mm-hmm. And they had like this giant thing they were dragging around. Looks like a sled with yeah, yeah. metal well, detectory stuff on it, whatever that is. And then so they're like, no, it would be a better idea is if we came back in the winter when we could walk on the swamp and scan it. And mm-hmm. there he was in the winter. Yeah. Scanning. So that's pretty fun, though. Mm-hmm. And it was fun to see Gary before he was uh, everybody's favorite metal detector because he was he was a an awesome metal detector then. But I think he's everybody's favorite metal detector mm-hmm. now. Like, uh, less high people 90%. had him on their favorite list. Yeah. And, you know, not everybody has a list of favorite metal detectors but maybe some do he's at the top of my list oh, he's yeah. up there yeah so i remember back when when we first saw him show up on oak island mm-hmm. i was like babe i've seen him before somewhere. yeah Where, where's what is he from what is he from and then we realized oh he was on expedition unknown mm-hmm. with josh gates uh doing some kind of dredging yeah. in uh, england mm-hmm. a couple years or a year prior to mm-hmm. his first appearance on the curse of oak island i think so. he's been on there a few times and even before then, but he just, he seems to show up more and more nowadays. Well, he's a big Obviously. deal. <laughs> Gary, you're kind of a big deal. You're a big deal. <laughs> In case you were wondering and didn't already know that. Yeah. So. All right. Yeah. The Carmen Lake thing was fun. I always like to get these artifacts checked out. It's, it's fun to see him do it. Like as he's just eyeballing it, mm-hmm. you know, it's also fun when they go check these items, uh, all these artifacts out at like the university. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't know. This is something a little bit different where this guy, he just looks at it and knows, you know, yeah. he's got the experience. He's got the life. This is his life, you know, this yes. kind of thing. So it's pretty it's cool. It's the but... Anvil life. Yeah. <laughs> the D'Anvil. Oh, is... yeah. Um. So mm. no, but uh, like, but it's really good to get them taken to the university to get yeah. them like, you know, chemically checked and everything mm-hmm. too, because, you know, that's like, scientific proof obviously uh, yeah that's like literally what it is scientific proof but yeah that that's true but you still it's important to get context for the item we, while we could get a chemical makeup of what it is mm-hmm. it it just makes sense to not only know what it is down on a molecular level 
uh, how do we use it? Like I could say, you know, we could know something is water, but what are you doing with said water? What are you doing? What are you doing? I don't know where that came from. Apparently I've got a new accent. Yeah. Okay. So <laughs> should we move on? What else did they do in Smith's Cove in the bump out this time? In Smith's Cove? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. They uh, were getting samples. Of what? The giant oak log? Could it be? Could it be? They, yeah, I, I mean, Rick and who was it? Oh, Scott Barlow, mm -hmm. the project manager. And uh, Jack was out there, too. Billy. Billy. Well, Billy's like, yeah. Billy's everywhere. <laughs> where, is, where isn't Billy? They're like, Billy, we need a sample. He's just like, mm -hmm. Yeah. You know, uses the claw to move it, drops it right in front of them. No problem. They're like, that'll work. He says it's all part of being king of the cove. <laughs> oh, yeah, it is. I mean, when you're sitting up that high on your throne, you've mm -hmm. got to. He has the view, you know, yeah, he, yeah, he Billy's is the man. Billy's the man. Um, so they're out there. They grab the big giant oak log, mm -hmm. you know, just picks it up real easy with his uh, little claw excavator scoop thing. And um, Scott Barlow goes in. Saws a big old chunk out, mm -hmm. and guess what? Now we're sending it out to Dendro. Yep. Also known as tree ring dating. Hey, so did you ever think that dendrochronology would be in your everyday vocabulary? No. Yeah. There's a now. lot of things I didn't think would end up hey, maybe, in my everyday vocabulary, like pooter <laughs> or Bobby Dazzler. How about sluiceway? Or sluiceway? Sluiceway? Yeah, you know, so it's not actually in our everyday vocabulary, but we do no, say it multiple times there. a week, though. Like... When we're not podcasting, sometimes I'll talk about dendrochronology. Why not? Yeah. Right? Why not? I mean. Because we know what it is now. Ish. Makes Ish. it sound a little smarter <laughs> if we yeah. can use big words. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. So they got that. It's been sent off for dating, at least. Mm -hmm. One would assume if they're going to cut that. Mm -hmm. Let's get some answers, yo. Let's get some answers. All right. Did we have anything else in Smith's Cove? I don't think so. Well. Yeah. Um, what else in Smith's Cove? I don't know. Uh, we could talk about after. I mean, okay. We'll probably talk about it more during the, the hurricane portion. But Rick did mention that they didn't have any real damage in Smith's Cove during the with the hurricane. So that's something. Oh, yeah. So good job, Smith's Cove. Good job, Cofferdam. Another word I didn't think would be in my vocabulary. Just around day. the Cofferdam. I'm not singing this week, okay? Maybe I will. it'll I come. Know. You know, it I already did. I said I, I sang Rocky like a hurricane earlier. Oh, that's true. Not bad. Okay. Okay. So, what do you want to move on to next? You want to do some money pit? Or I'm you thinking wanna... money pit and Let's wrap up at pit. the swamp. Yeah. What happened to money pit? We had Terry. Did he have any more Terryisms? Well, we always have our classic hold the phone. Hold the phone. That's, I really feel like I need that as a clip so that when we're like arguing, I can be like, hold the phone. <laughs> and you know terry could yell it at you maybe it'll have more effect yeah uh I know or it's you'll just from like you. be holding your phone yeah. and i'll be like hold the phone hold the phone i am holding my phone right now yeah that's okay. where all my notes are on my phone right here what i yeah. thought was interesting we learned so alex picked this hole oh he did yes oh i i, I guess i missed that no uh doug pointed no, someone pointed it out. So we know that we're at FG12. Yes. And the hole Alex picked, mm -hmm. okay. and which was southeast. It's just southeast of where they're proposing the larger caisson go in, which is the eight foot yep. wide one. Did you did you notice when they did like an overhead shot and they showed all the um, where the caissons are like grouped together and then where they have the drill rig now? And it's just off to like, Oh gosh, I don't know what direction it is because I don't know what Maybe direction southeast. the picture was taken. <laughs> I don't know what I, I don't know what direction the picture was taken. Mm -hmm. But I mean, right now where that picture was, they're closing in on the money pit. Like mm -hmm. they're not quite there yet, but it's really close. Mm -hmm. And it's, you know, a matter of inches and feet mean a lot when you're looking for something that's buried in the ground. Oh my gosh, yes. I don't know if we can stress that enough. <laughs> no, we, we've never mentioned anything. We about have that dug before. for buried treasure. We have. Yes. We have on TV even. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And it's so difficult to find something that's buried even three feet in the ground. I can't imagine 150 feet underground trying to look for a buried treasure. Oh, man. It's exhausting it's to dig just like a three foot deep hole. Yeah. 
in ground that's a little rough. Yeah. Well, but... and then when, do you remember when they were doing the, um, the all those little tiny micro boreholes, like mm-hmm. the really small ones where they're doing the grid? Oh, last, yeah, yeah, yeah. Last season. And they would, uh, they would put down that, the pipe, mm-hmm. um, the PVC pipe. Yep. And it didn't go straight down. It was like uh, curved, you yeah. know, like if it, if you, if you it's put it's going to vary. Yeah. I mean, yeah. It, yeah, you put it down and if it doesn't go straight down, well, guess what? <laughs> if you, if you, if you moved just a quarter of an inch or something, and then it starts going in a different trajectory, it doesn't matter where you are yep. on the, on the surface because you're going to miss your mark if you're standing directly above it. Mm-hmm. It's just, it's hard. It's like it's really hard. when you're trying to put a bolt in a nut together and you like just don't quite thread it right. Or you're trying to get a screw into the wall and it goes just a little sideways. It happens. Ugh. And and that's, and that's like, and that's in your like hand. a rigid object. Yeah. But that, that's also just like in your hand, like two inches from your face, you know, and it goes sideways. It's <laughs> not like, because your wrist is, that's not like 150 wrong. feet below the surface, you mm-hmm. know? It's just, the difference is now, I mean, what they're putting down isn't the PVC pipe. You know, no. it's bigger and, and stronger. It's stronger. Yeah. It's much more rigid versus something that has the flexibility. I know. Well. But even so, going straight down, it still might have a little bit of variance to one side or the other. And if that's, you know, that can screw everything up. Well, you have to account that there's going to be some variance when you're going that mm-hmm. distance mm-hmm. yeah it's just it's just crazy and <laughs> kind of a weird tangent there for us no it no it's not a weird tangent it makes sense because it's on topic it's about <laughs> treasure and how hard it is to find said treasure it, underground okay okay i believe you she just had to pat me on the knee she's like it's, it's okay. okay it's all okay right. we'll be all right we'll, we'll bank okay. it yeah sorry it's just something i'm passionate about i because can tell well, because a lot FG of G people... twelve in particular. No, it's just all treasure because, like, it, like this TV show, mm-hmm. people are like, "Why aren't they finding anything?" It's like, come on, you know how hard it is to find buried treasure. Like, I Do know I've said use it before. That voice? They should. They should. How come they aren't finding anything? Do they all talk <laughs> like that? Is, we should is have a sound effect. I don't think so. For that, you know, the the whining <laughs> <laughs> can't find anything. That's what they all say. <laughs> I like it. Okay, sorry. Sorry. Okay, money pit. Yes, money pit. Uh, When we hit 18 and a half feet in Mm -hmm. this proposed hole, they get the first look at disturbed soil, as Terry says. And who was all there? uh, Well, I know Alex was there. Doug. Charles. Charles. Brennan. Dave. Dave. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so obviously Terry. good, Good crew of guys. You know, the. The workers. Uh-huh. Plus, they had the choice guys over on the drill. <laughs> <laughs> Correct. Yeah. Yes. Uh, let's see here. Marty ended up joining them at one point. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Steve was there. Mm-hmm. Man, okay. Let's just talk about. I just want to say something real quick about Steve Guptill. <laughs> okay. Steve Guptill, man. What? I thought he was a surveyor. Yeah, he is. I think he's like a jack of all trades. He's like everywhere. He's a Steve of all trades. He's a Steve of all trades. Because we have a jack on the island. That's true. So. But literally, he's like, okay, he's doing his his primary objective, doing mm-hmm. the survey and stuff. Yeah. But then we see him out like scooping, you know, shovelfuls of whatever in the swamp. Uh, we yeah. see him, you know, haul, going over and grabbing the choice sausage and bringing it up to the table to be examined. We see him. Uh, he's the one that's responsible for battening down the hatches over in the uh, research center. That's and true. It's like, man, is he like their new right hand? Like he's like someone they rely on for a lot of stuff. It seems like. Yes, but, you know, he's enthusiastic about treasure hunting, just like we, okay, if we were on the island and say we were skilled in surveying, Mm -hmm. well, in the downtime you have that you're not surveying, you're not just going to sit around and be like, do, 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 do. I know if, okay, if I was out on Oak Island helping them, I do it for free. Uh And they got to at least pay for your lodging (laughs) or something. You can sleep in the research center. uh, And you uh, won't sleep because you'll just be reading everything. Sleeping bag. It's fine. And like, I mean, just put me out there and give me a shovel. I'll just go and like, I don't know. Just tell me what to do. Then what are you going to do? I'm in. You're in? Are you all in? What if I give you a trowel instead of a shovel? Could you deal with that? Uh, I'll try. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to get you those gloves that have like the digging the claws, claws yeah, on the I've tips so you can like go to town 
I think Laird needs some of those for uncovering things because, you know, they have the little spikes you can get in, in the little crevices. Sure. They look like mole hands. <laughs> They're kind they of do. Scary I, I've seen looking. them. Yeah. Look, at, look them up on Amazon. Like these uh, claw, glove claw things. The claw. <laughs> yeah. The claw. Yeah. Well, maybe when we send Laird some uh, complimentary Oak Island trading cards, we can yes. send him some of those gloves. There we go. He'll be like, what is this? <laughs> He's like, he'll uh, be so scared of us. Return to sender. <laughs> return to sender. <laughs> Address unknown. Yeah, he's like, why is my face on this? And then there's gloves with like sharp objects. <laughs> this seems like a bad idea. Yeah, right. Okay, money pit. They do get a big chunk of wood. Yes. Right. And that's uh, do, 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 104 feet, 106 feet. Mm -hmm. And it seems to be axe cut wood. Mm. Mm. What was like axe cut wood? Yes, it seems to be a trend around here. You know, axe cut, hand hewn. And they're saying it definitely looks different than what Hedden's work looked like. They said Hedden's was pretty uniform. Mm -hmm. Like what, all of his pieces six? of wood were like the six by six big block of, uh, you know, timber. Mm -hmm. He used he a use. circular saw. Yeah. And so definitely isn't Hedden. Mm -hmm. uh, could it be different? Uh, wood used maybe in shaft two maybe mm -hmm. but they're most excited about the prospect of it being a part of the original money pit mm -hmm. and, and i'm excited about that too that's killer at that depth the question is is it part of what in theory is the debris field or is it yeah, part of out? it still intact so are we hitting something that has been pushed out and just kind of clipping through that or is it something that would still be intact at the edge of the location? I don't know. I wish they would have hooked up a gold coin with it because then it would have answered some of those questions. <laughs> no, because that could still be a debris field. I know, but if it pushed out a coin with it and they got that, you'd be like, oh, well, that's legit money pit. Yeah, or the debris field like exploding I, from the money pit collapse. That's, I, that's what I'm talking about. Coming <laughs> from the money pit into shaft two. Yes, yes, I see. I'm picking up what you're putting down. Good. And they're going to send it finally, out. Finally, finally. Oh, what? I've been waiting like 15 years well, quit for Quit putting stuff down. <laughs> um, Just kidding. They talk about making sure to do the C4 testing, but the, the wood looks really different. Yeah. So can they do den like dendrochronology for that? They would have to have. Because the C4 testing is a carbon dating, right? Yeah. Yeah. So um, I don't know. Yeah. They have to have like so many rings, right? Yeah. You have to have a certain sample size and you'd have to be able to read it it can't all be decayed either yeah so with yeah. it being that dark color i'm assuming there's a lot of decay there must be but i mean if they can i bet you they will mm -hmm. well, so. naturally and they'll probably if they later get a bigger sample it would make sense to do both yeah i mean why not in in theory right to be able to compare it and then really narrow it down. These guys love dendrochronology. Oh, they yeah. love it because it tells them when something was cut down, it tells them uh, like how old it is, you know? Uh -huh. So, I mean, that's, that's everything to this kind of treasure hunt. Uh -huh. When you're trying to put, when you're trying to, Oak Island isn't just about finding the X marks a spot. Because no. if you just found the X mark spot, that'd be fine. That's probably that'd probably beneficial if you had to drill one hole and that was it. Uh -huh. But there's a bigger story here. Oh and yeah, giving you the dates or you know years, at least a time frame, like really close. Like what what did they find on the U-shaped structure? What what year was it? Like 1769. Probably. I so can't that was uh, yeah, it was like 25 years or so before the discovery of the money pit. So mm -hmm. that's significant. Mm -hmm. At at the end of this episode. They have uh, next time on the Curse of Oak Island, mm -hmm. and Craig reveals that the new Dendro, mm -hmm. at least that's what we think it, he was yeah. uh, talking about. The new data said, uh, "What was it, 1741?" Mm -hmm. So I mean, that's even like that's like almost uh, that's sixty some years, or almost sixty years prior to the discovery of the money pit. But that also could have been a C14 testing it could have been from for, the for other the, from the wood, wood. From, yeah from the money pit stuff yeah so that'd be so we are kind of hanging to find out regardless we know we're going to get some results next so week. let's let's say that that wood is like you know this is just a hypothetical theoretical thing mm -hmm. um 
let's say that the 1741 date is from the money pit. Discovery. From that wood. Yeah, from that wood. Okay. Um, 1741 to 1795. That's that's like 50 years. Mm -hmm. Let's say they did uh, dig a big pit right there. Or maybe they started at the bottom because there's a back door through the swamp and they mm -hmm. went up. But whatever's the case, let's say there's a big pit right there. They dig it up. They fill it back in, have all their planks, whatever. And then the they leave with, you know, because it's treasure is safe. And then they have uh, 50 years go by. Then these boys see this depression on the ground. I can imagine the depression still the being depression there 50 years later. Sense. Yeah. If it's that if it's that big of a hole, you know, because mm -hmm. it, it would probably need to be a sizable hole to begin with. Well, anytime you're filling in a hole it over time it starts to settle in and mm -hmm. you're gonna get that depression yeah so especially with like something that uh you know back in those days you're not gonna have a, a the way we can today of compressing that dirt to make sure it, you know it wouldn't move over time like you know like mm -hmm. we can now well and that's likely part of the reason to use the wood layers mm -hmm. because you're providing that extra support mm -hmm. and if that is there then it's less likely to sink further and further and further in it would keep it hidden for a longer period of time yeah yeah just but a thought i'm just thinking like i i don't have as much trouble understanding the whole depression thing in the ground them seeing that and mm -hmm. then being interested in the area yeah. in the first place if it's like just 50 years after the fact because it was hundreds of years after the fact i don't know maybe it doesn't look quite the same I don't know. It'd still be a depression, yeah. is my guess. Yeah, but maybe. you know, you'd probably get some longer grass and mm. whatever. Yeah. You know, it wouldn't be as prevalent. Don't. What do I want to say? Wouldn't stand out as much. Don't know, but it's just something I just I just thought of on the spot, so I didn't really have much time to think about it and consider <laughs> all that. But you know, Terry also stated that they were deeper than they had found anything in the past which i hmm. guess makes sense hmm. so at that point i don't know we hear about the money pit collapsing but it's because people heard it during their lunch break or whatever hmm. and we're all just speculating you mean back at, in like 1806 yeah yeah it, we're speculating as to whether or not there even is a debris field yeah, don't know. Mm -hmm. It's like the mystery of the Tootsie Pop. The world may never know. It only takes three licks. The world will know. Mm. Are they about <laughs> to do the third lick on Oak Island? Are, <laughs> we, are we about to know? <laughs> Maybe. Maybe we're about to get to the Tootsie Row. The Tootsie Row. <laughs> okay. okay. Uh, that's all I got for Money Pit. You got anything else? Uh, I'm just, just excitement. <laughs> I'm excited about what they're doing over there. Yeah. I'm hoping that they find something you know i'm just like any other viewer of the show hoping they hoping they find some uh gold and stuff. no no i'm rooting <laughs> for them to find nothing no there's a probably a couple of those people out there yeah but then they're watching the show and they're just helping the ratings so i'll never understand yeah number one rated show on tuesday nights Woo. on Woo. cable yep over three million viewers every week that's a lot of people it's a lot a lot of people are very invested in this treasure hunt yeah all hands on deck yep and that's just domestically. Mm -hmm. I don't know how many people listen to it all over the world. It's a good question. I don't yeah, know. Well, we, people do because I've looked at um, so for Apple Podcasts. Mm -hmm. That's that's really the primary way people download our podcast. Yeah. Except um, even if you don't use Apple, it still might take from Apple Podcasts. Like, yeah. I have an Android phone. It aggregates from there. Yeah, I have an Android phone. I have an Android podcast player, but when I download it it it's like a it draws from apple yeah so so i technically downloaded from apple mm -hmm. but so um we we get these periodic emails with like hey this is how your podcast yeah. is doing and wherever and you know in typically or not typically but occasionally we crack the top 10 mm -hmm. in uh canada for like mm -hmm. after show podcast yeah, so shows. canadians you're awesome thank you, you. rock yeah and um so a we couple, always show up in great britain and... yeah well a couple of weeks ago the show like i think episode or season one or sorry episode one of this season yeah aired for the first time in england oh or in the uk 
And uh, we actually, I think we debuted at like number 17 or something on that the Apple charts sense. over there. I didn't put together that at yeah. first. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, UK listeners, thank you. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> uh, I just lo- I just saw today in Sweden, we're uh, number 50 on uh, uh, the uh, Apple podcast uh, after show charts. So Swedes. Wow. I mean, we're talking worldwide here. There's a lot of vested interest. It looks like Australia, we're always in the top 50. So, and the United States, we're always in the top 50. And there's a lot more competition here too. So thanks, US people. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, we we flirt between like the 20s and the 50s. We flirt. We flirt. We flirt. (laughs) I flirt with you. (laughs) And the top 50, apparently. Yeah, so (laughs) hey. Anyway, sorry about that little tangent. Yeah, I was going to say, where are you going? I don't know. I'm just saying, thanks, y'all. Thanks, y'all. Yeah, You guys are awesome. Swamp. We spent a decent amount of time in the swamp this episode, which I know you were happy about because you are a big fan of the swamp. Well, I just, I'm, well, all last season I missed the swamp. Yes, you anticipated a lot of work in the swamp last season. And nothing happened. So we getting it this we getting it big this year. We getting in it well they did get in it big. Mm-hmm. This episode they so, were in it. Well they started with it drained. Yes. And with pre-storm. Yeah. So we had Marty digging with Billy supervising him. Yes, of course. Yeah, so I don't know. How would you feel? You have big brother Billy watching over your shoulder. I'd be like, ah, you know, I don't be, even want to touch this. I'd be excited and terrified. Yeah. Because I don't want to mess up I don't, I don't want to mess up. I, I got a legend there. Whoa. Yeah, I don't know. So, but that's big equipment too. It is big equipment. Um, we do a, a live stream on Tuesday uh, evenings before the Curse of Oak Island. The, an hour before the Curse of Oak Island airs on the East Coast, we do this in live the US, stream. Yeah, mm-hmm. in the U.S. Yeah, um, and uh, we had um, uh, someone with the last name of Gerhardt in oh, our yeah. chat room, right? And this person's like, oh, it's not too hard to use an excavator. And I'm like, yeah, yeah well, look at your last name. Right? Like, <laughs> naturally, to even be near a Gerhardt, yeah. you must, it, it just comes naturally. Natural. 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 Yeah. But you, when you have the master teaching you, I, I bet Marty felt pretty comfortable. Yeah. Yeah. I, I would say so. He, he was there to do the first, like, ceremonial dig, it felt like. You know, he broke ground in the swamp. Then he didn't want to be trekking around in the fetid swamp. <laughs> he used that word a lot. Yeah, it, it was kind of like that, though. Yeah, uh-huh. he did. He, it is kind of like he just wanted to like ceremonially break uh-huh. ground. And then he's like, I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> Here you go, Billy. Yeah, you and Billy, what do you tell Billy? Uh, that we'll just keep doing it this way. And he's, and Billy says, we'll do our best. <laughs> go, Billy. Your yeah, best Billy, is Bill, the best. Well, Billy's kind of like, what do you expect? Come on. Yeah, I got this. I got you. Yeah. Anywho. So they find this cool survey stake that was very reminiscent of what Fred Nolan had been finding back in the you know, 60s or 70s. Mm-hmm. Really quickly, too. Yeah. And it was uh, it was kind of a bit shorter than the ones that uh, Fred had been finding. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, they found another one shortly thereafter that was much longer. So, yeah. And yeah. they're like, is this what Fred found? But then they showed us a picture of what Fred found. We're like, yep, that's what Fred found. But they didn't. It's not like they had that reference material right in front of them as they're looking at the artifact. No, but when you pull that out, it is very obviously, it was kind of nice to see one on screen. In HD. Yeah, in HD, not like, you know, grainy older Mm -hmm. pictures Mm -hmm. because I could see Fred picking it up and being like, whoa, yeah, this was definitely put here on purpose. It looks like a giant pencil. And it's it's huge. It looks Like, like a giant pencil, yep. There's there's no mistaking that it was done on purpose and purposed uh, done on purpose and put there specifically and for a reason. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they just kept finding them. They kept finding them. Like I, I figured Fred got most of them. Well, they found two pretty quick. So, and they didn't have much time to dig in the swamp this episode. Yeah. So I bet you there's a lot more yet to be found. Mm-hmm. What were they used for? I don't know. I don't know. But you know what? Rick's not going to stop until he gets to the bottom of it. Oh, no. No, don't so, don't try again Rick's way. That ain't going to happen. Nope. Nope. Billy picks one up in his scoop. He's like, 
Yeah, he just scoops one up. He's like, hey, guys, there's another one there. Yeah. Like, <laughs> geez, have you ever... I wonder if he was really good at those I Spy games. He's Eagle Eye. It, as a get like the books, he was probably like, there, there, there. Where's Waldo? Boom. Yep, exactly. <laughs> Remember that one Waldo um, book that had like a thousand Waldos? Oh, you had to find Waldo between the... You know, he was the one without a shoe. Yeah, it was rough. Yeah, Billy's like, shoe right there. Yeah, done. <laughs> Donezo. Yeah. Got it. No problem. Yep, so that was the first little tidbit that they showed about the swamp. Then they went back to the swamp, and they had Billy, Craig, Rick, and Marty still doing their stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, Marty uh, wanted to, like, Marty was on the ground at this point mm-hmm. helping out. And then he's like, you know what? I'm going to go help Billy. Yeah. <laughs> and I, I'm going to help him see. Bill, Billy's looking like, I'm good, man. <laughs> I, know, that's, I bet that's what he's thinking. No, he's like, eh, I, think I right. was thinking Rick's going. Yeah, I, I know you just don't want to be down here. Yeah, you're yeah. just climbing up there so you're not dirty anymore. Yeah, he's like, I'm, I've had enough of this swamp. It stinks down here. <laughs> At least I get the uh, the flowery scent of Billy the sitting flowery? in the... Uh, How do you know Billy smells uh, like flowers? I don't know. If he's like me. Do you smell like flowers? Do I don't I? think you smell Tell like me. flowers. Maybe you, I... you don't smell bad. Thanks. You, but you don't smell I like flowers. I bet you I smell better in the swamp. I sure hope so. So, yeah, he's just getting away from the smell. I bet you that's what it was. And it was kind of... So, initially, the scoop that Billy brings up, it's uh, dry, right? Mm-hmm. And then as they get deeper, it's obviously going to get wetter and wetter. They're trying to get down to the rocks. Yeah, that potential paved, paved. That paved um, walkway or whatever. Mm-hmm. The thing that Mr. Tony Sampson had uh found mm-hmm. you know some kind of anomaly a stone anomaly under yeah. the in, down deep in that swamp so. yeah and they what they're noticing is because it keeps just kind of filling back in with the water and the muck it's not like it's something you can just brush aside and see like they had originally thought you know they're hoping to do this real quick before the storm it's definitely gonna you have to pump some off and they have to build like their own little miniature coffer dam around that area to you know that's what those big box things that they would sink in would be Mm -hmm. good for you know because it would kind of like isolate those spots i don't think you could use the like the inflatable coffer dam because the problem is what's coming in is seeping through. Yeah, I'm just talking about sinking something way down in. Yeah. No, mm-hmm. I totally agree. Well, and then Marty says, you know, suggests going to get the other excavator. They can dig a trench and get it to seep the water into, yeah, a, into a bigger spot. hole. Yeah. And then if you can do that, you're just siphoning it off and you could put a sump pump in there and get, get the water. Out out i mean seems yeah. pretty straightforward but it's never that easy it's never that easy as Craig classic oak us. island <laughs> you know what this whole episode's a classic oak island. oh my god right, right when they're about to get to something interesting hurricane <laughs> why not why why not <laughs> let's just it's already difficult in the swamp let's just add some more water yeah so this whole this whole piece of uh you know mostly when they go to the swamp I think that's when they typically did a lot of the uh, talk about the hurricane coming, right? Yeah. And you know what was really interesting about this episode? It was really crazy to see, like, the newscasters interspliced with, like, you know, uh, what's going on in Oak Island. Mm -hmm. Like, sometimes they'd come back from commercial break and it'd be like, Hurricane Dorian is approaching, you know, Mm -hmm. it's going to be here in one day. Yeah. You know, it's a Category 1 storm, but it's strengthening. It could be a Category 2 by landfall Mm -hmm. or whatever. And it's like, dang, man. It just... It it hurt progress on the island, but I think it like really ramped up like the uh, well, like Marty would say, the foreboding. Mm-hmm. You know, he was like, he's like, man, this thing's just coming and coming. There's nothing we can do to stop it, and and we're getting notifications on our apps as we're like tracking this storm, <laughs> hoping it's gonna miss us. No, nope, going straight for you, dude. Because mm-hmm. it wasn't supposed to come up that way. Classic Oak Island's gonna draw it in. <laughs> yeah. But it is nice that we saw some of the new stuff. It's a reminder of hey, this is the, the real devastation, world. and it's and, a, it's yeah. the real world. This is real. These guys are not out there. It's not just a TV show only. No. This is not like hey, um, we're on set. You know, we're going to shut down the set because there's a hurricane. You know, whatever. And then we'll you know that's not the way this works. This no. is like real life. We're out here trying to find a real treasure, find trying to find real discoveries, trying to solve history. Or, you know, whatever, mm-hmm. uh, trying to just trying to figure things out. And 
Mother Nature says, eh, eh. Oh, yeah. Got to watch out for Mother Nature. Her and Oak Island, they clash. <laughs> you know, it's 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 no bueno. Mm -hmm. No bueno. Mm -hmm. But for... You keep hearing them saying they're prepping, they're prepping, and... Well, or what bothered me was, I was like, why didn't you prep before? And then that way you could dig all the way to, like, right before. And then you can all peace out. But uh, Rick kept saying, not Rick, sorry, Marty was saying that he was afraid it, it really could shut down the operation for the rest of the year because the rest of the year could end up being a cleanup effort. Mm. Bummer, huh? They got lucky. They got lucky in Smith's Cove, for sure. Mm -hmm. They got lucky everywhere, but, you know, that was a real step backwards in the swamp. Mm -hmm. And the causeway got pretty messed up, too. Yeah, what'd they say? About two feet of it got washed out from underneath because the waves were hitting it and the rocks weren't up high enough to kind of be able to do that protection. They were just pulled down. Mm -hmm. They were lucky they didn't lose the entirety of it yeah and then they had uh you know so i i follow a lot of these different oak island pages on facebook yeah there's one that any like every single oak island fan should follow mm -hmm. it's called oak island or the other side of the causeway yeah or oak island on the other side of the causeway or from the other side of the causeway mm -hmm. or something like that it's really good really cool information because this 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 woman her name's uh karen she lives literally at the end of the causeway uh-huh and she takes pictures and posts them all the time of like heavy equipment going back and forth yeah uh you know anytime there's a big storm she takes pictures mm -hmm. and it it's really neat yeah um so she posted something the other day and she's like yeah two days later they had heavy equipment rolling across that causeway again because they had it fixed because yeah. you know what time is money friend. All, yeah it's seriously just, all hands they, on deck yeah they're just uh so they had rick and scott go and survey kind of the damage mm -hmm. and then they marked it out and guess what i'm i guarantee even that day someone came to start fixing that thing yeah it was probably high on scott's priorities as you know a project manager to mm -hmm. get someone out there they can't keep pushing back projects they're already going to be behind because they have to repump the swamp that's now full mm -hmm. and oh i can't even yeah that would be terribly unfortunate i mean you lose a day that that's yeah and they, they lost more than a week in the swamp because of this so mm -hmm. and so uh, speaking of that it would they okay you you say scott and rick go out there survey after the fact mm -hmm. you know who went and surveyed during the storm rick and marty are out there and it's like hurricaning <laughs> And they're worried about it. Wash it. I was like, you can do nothing right now. <laughs> you should be somewhere safe. Yeah. I right. Know. Am I crazy? And they filmed it. So <laughs> all I'm thinking is the camera's getting soaked, even with like whatever they have covered. There's lightning. I don't want to be you know holding what? a camera in the lightning. Rick, thank you. Rick and Marty, that is not the concern. No. They, they, I think they're thinking to themselves, well, if you want us to wrap up, why don't you wrap up and get out of here? We have things to look at. Yeah, like, I do not want to be the cameraman that got stuck on that duty. Just holding holding this uh, camera and uh, lightning. I bet you they have to sign, like, a waiver of, I, I don't know. A waiver of, of what? Death. Like, I can't imagine being electrocuted with a camera. <laughs> Seems like a bad idea. Seems like a bad idea, sure. That that's all I, I got on that. But when they come back, what, two days later, and Billy's already out there ready to work. Mm -hmm. And they say, Okay, we're gonna pump the swamp. Billy takes care of the trees, and it looks like they halt out like how many dumpsters full of trees? A lot. <laughs> it was just funny to see Billy was like literally the first one there. Uh-huh. Of course he was. He's Billy. Yeah, I mean after the, uh, you know, the devastation, you know, they, the newscasters came back. They're like, oh, look at all this devastation all mm -hmm. across Nova Scotia or not. I guess it's mostly Halifax. Yeah. Down trees everything. everywhere. And yeah. Whatever. And then it's like, then they get to the swamp and, you know, Rick and Scott are just getting there. And they're like, oh, hey, Billy, what are you doing? Yeah. He's like, I'm waiting for instructions. Yeah. He's like, come on, guys. Let's do it. Yeah. Let's clean it up. Let's go. Yeah. <sighs> 
lots of stuff happened this episode, even though it may not seem like a lot because not a lot of progress was made as far as treasure is concerned, I guess. But man, this episode is action packed. Oh, yeah. There's they were definitely telling the story. Mm-hmm. And I think we're getting a setup for next week, mm-hmm. which I uh, it sounds like based off of the next week on mm-hmm. that we're going to get a lot of good stuff. <sighs> well, I sure hope so. I mean, we're, we, I think they always give us good stuff. Well, duh. I didn't I didn't say they didn't. I Yo, know, I know. one of my favorite parts uh, since we're talking about the swamp, though. OK, so. Marty suggests to Rick to like get in the hole <laughs> and see if they can feel the rocks or whatever. And he asked Craig, you want to get in? <laughs> and like, like he didn't really want to. So he gets in and Craig is getting ready to come down and he's got a, uh, <laughs> a big piece of plywood and wee! he puts it down. Yeah. My first thought is we were like, he's going sledding down the side of the hall. I was like, Hey, that's the way to do it. Now I want to go sledding in the swamp. Okay. I do not want to go sledding in the swamp. That seems, that's a bad idea. You don't like even getting dirty. It's a joke. Ha ha ha. ha, ha. Okay. Well, I think Craig is the only person that can say he's been sledding in the swamp now, but that the was only impressive. person. I don't know if he's the only person. Who else do you think has been sledding in the swamp? The rest all had kids. Who knows? They were, I'm sure. No, <laughs> no, I'm done. I'm done. You know, that's what Dave Blankenship was doing 50 years ago. No, he was blowing up things. <laughs> yeah. He had too, too much fun with C4 and not 14. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I still think it's funny that like, they're like Steve batting down the hatches. Yeah. What is Steve a pirate? <laughs> He's got to take care of the center. Yeah. Well, I, I hope the center didn't get blown away <laughs> and they're like protected back in. There's, you know, several yeah, buildings right there. They're kind of like manufactured home kind of things, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. So they're like, don't even have like a foundation. So, I mean, unless they ended up putting them on a foundation and doing proper tie downs, mm-hmm. but even then, they can sustain a pretty, quite a bit of damage. And just depending on what kind of skirting and all that they have on there. But these newer ones, they've come a long ways. Yeah. Hey, I just glanced over at our chat. Yes. Um, for those of you who don't know, we are recording this live and we do have a chat going. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we're not typically going to like just check out the chat on the regular podcast. But mm-hmm. this this message was pretty good. Booze and Bourbon podcast. Hi, Booze and Bourbon. They're, Hi. they're our friend, uh, our podcast friends. Yep. Um, uh, they said, Billy probably smells like landscaping fuel and freshly cut grass i had to throw that in there because I, that, that feels that, like that, a that cologne that should be sold in the gift shop <laughs> the, the scent of billy billy fresh cut grass <laughs> that's pretty good oh that's a good uh, marketing campaign right there <laughs> well uh, thanks to our friends at booze and bourbon podcast <laughs> for that fun uh little oh, tidbit. that's funny yeah so um yeah i mean what else we got Hang does that on, kind of wrap I'm up looking. kind of the episode do we do the next time on the Curse of Oak Island? Yes, I think so. So what happens? So next time. On the Curse of Oak Island. Let's see here. Possible old axe head mm-hmm. comes up uh, when Gary, Jack, and Peter are out metal detecting. Gary says, or possibly a weapon. Could be a weapon. Hmm. It could be an axe for axe cut wood. <laughs> Just saying. There's a lot of possibilities. There is. It was really, really like rusted and corroded. Yeah, so it had it, all the junk on it. But it looks like it hasn't been touched in a long time because they found it kind of, it looked like a little bit of a deep hole. Mm-hmm. Yeah, actually it was so, fairly deep. Yeah. So, uh, what else let's do they see say? here. We do get a shot of the war room and Craig saying something about dates with 1741. What is it? I guarantee, we will speculate I our hearts out. To do with wood. I bet it did. <laughs> okay. Then the uh, uh, field trip to the fortress at Lewisburg. Yep. Inspects the, uh, they inspect the drainage system and suggest a link back to the box drains on Oak Island. Mm-hmm. That's yeah, a yeah, Rick and Doug. Yeah. Out there. Uh, yeah. It looks like a fun little field trip, but eh, it's a little far fetched. Well, but maybe. Okay. Know. So we also get a shot in the swamp with Dr. What, Ian Spooner. Steve's there. Rick's there. And the crew, yeah, the crew is there, and there's all these different rocks where we thought, at least I'm presuming, was the stone pathway. Mm-hmm. And the way they were kind of lumped together made me think of 
the way the stones were lumped together at the fortress of Lewisburg. Okay. And I am thinking that's probably where they're going to try to draw that connection is the way the rocks are clustered there. Okay. Should be really interesting. It will be fun. I like hearing about all their crazy theories, whether they're something that seems so far fetched it can't be real to things like, oh, that makes complete and perfect sense. So mm-hmm. I'm in. I'm working on a theory that I haven't shared with you. What? No, I can't share it with you yet. I want to like be able to show it to you and then you'll be like, oh. <laughs> you want to just bestow me with your wisdom? Yeah. Or just when I finish, I was just doing some reading <laughs> and I got an idea and Ooh. I think it's, I think it's legit. Hmm. I may have just solved the uh, mystery of Oak Island. Oh, wow. That's saying something. Why didn't you leave the show with that? <laughs> Jeez. Oh, because... You it's solved a... the mystery of Oak Island as an afterthought. <laughs> Come on. I'm just saying, not everybody just wants some random podcaster to solve the mystery. I want you to. Yeah, that's I'll true. I'll get to see it in the war room someday. That's Do true. It. That's true. I'll work on it. All right. And so, yeah. also, I, I heard uh, Dr. Even Spoon- Ian Spooner, he said that they've uncomfortable... They've uncovered something <laughs> that people haven't seen in hundreds of years. Oh, yeah. Dun, dun, dun. I mean, that makes sense mm-hmm. if they're looking in the bottom of the swamp and, you know, mm-hmm. the thing. Yep. So, so there's that. There's that. Well, that's it. That's it for this episode. Yeah. I well, don't go it. away yet. Yeah. Don't go there, away. There's but still wait, more. there's more. <laughs> okay. What do we normally do right now? We do the clot-worthy moment. Would you like to tell our listeners what happened? I forgot to... Or would uh, you like me to explain? I was about to say it. You should do that. Deidre, I love you. You're awesome. <laughs> I You're love the best. You. Deidre literally served it up on a silver platter for me and gave me all the pieces of the puzzle to make it nice and easy for me to do, to um, put the clot-worthy vote up on Facebook and Twitter. Mm-hmm. And I just forgot. I had other things going on in my brain, I guess, and uh, Clotworthy Moment wasn't uh, top of mind. No, literally so, last Thursday, I, I gave them all the things. Yeah, so this is probably like what are somewhere in the neighborhood of the 40th episode or so of uh, Could yeah. It Be? Yeah. And this is the first time that I uh, failed on uh, getting a Clotworthy Moment vote <laughs> up. So Okay. We, so I'm, I apologize. Um, that's all me. That's my bad. Mm-hmm. So my bad. And how do we fix this? Well, the good news for you is we only had one clot worthy moment this week. What? Yeah, I know. I was just flabbergasted so while one- taking my notes. And you know <laughs> what it was? What? Axe cut wood. <laughs> and we've had that one before. That one before. My heart was broken. Why? That's a good one, though. It is, but I'm saying I didn't even have two to pit against each other. That's that's always the goal. Okay, so how are we going to fix uh, this like with last week? And wh- what are we going to do? Okay, so because you already have everything, we are going to re-vote. <laughs> well, we haven't voted at all. I, that's my point. <laughs> we are going to actually do last week's vote this week. Oh, okay. Okay, can you do that? Yes. Okay, where would they vote? Go to Facebook www.facebook.com slash Oak Island Podcast. Deidre loves it when I throw the www part in there. Not. Or you can go to Twitter and... Uh, With our to, Twitter handle. Yeah, it's at Oak Island Pod. Uh-huh. You look that up, however you look that up. Or you can like do a... If you go into search on Twitter and do like hashtag Oak Island Podcast, you'll find us too. Mm-hmm. Or hashtag could it be... There you go. Any of that yeah okay so you can do that and then you can find us and then guess what today vote today tonight you'll have a chance to op the opportunity to vote for your favorite clot worthy moment so are you going to replay last week's clot worthy moments so that yes everyone knows what the vote is yes let's right. do that now okay. okay so your first option is okay uh is broken <laughs> okay so apparently i dropped the ball okay do you have the other one Oh my gosh. <laughs> Fail. Man. Can you can you just play them? You you need to calm down. You should entertain them right now. Well, I've got a lovely bunch of coconuts. <laughs> there they are standing in a row. 
bomb, bomb, bomb. Yeah. Um, something that uh, while you're are, are you doing something else? Yeah, or? I just fixed. Oh. oh, you fixed it. Yeah, I fixed it. That was it. quick. I know. Man. I'm I'm technical. You're magical. Blue. Okay. Let's hear it. All right. Let's try this again. Okay, number one. A silver tag. Could the team have just found an actual piece of the Oak Island treasure at Smith's Cove? Number one. I love it. Is a silver tag. Okay. I remember that from last week. That's good. Number two. Okay. Sand packed inside a layer of clay. Okay. Okay. So those are your two options for this week for the clotworthy moment. And vote so that next week we actually have an answer. And Dustin's going to get them put up there for you. Today. Today. Tonight, Thir as soon as I get it uploaded to Thursday. our feed. Yes. Yes. Okay. Cool. Got we'll it? We'll do it. Yes. Okay. All right. Well, thank you. You're welcome. And I apologize once again, everyone. My bad. <laughs> oh, well. Oh, we'll, we'll let it slide. Thanks. And something cool that we uh, have this time, right? Mm -hmm. We got a voicemail. We have a voicemail. Now, this is one of the ones we mentioned we got a while ago. Mm -hmm. And we want to finally play it and chat about it. Let's do it. Let's that do it. That sounds great. Okay, you ready? Let's hear it. Hey, Acorn. This is Mike calling from Southern California. I just got to say, how did Dan Hensky sit on that sluiceway that points straight to the money pit knowledge for like six seasons? And then this season, he just throws it out there like, oh, I know this thing that points right to the money pit. Let's dig it up. Seriously. <laughs> You guys have thoughts on it. Let us know. <laughs> Seriously. Awesome. Thank you, Mike. Yeah, thank you. Appreciate you reaching out to us. And, uh, you know, sorry that it took us so long right? to figure out a way to get this onto our little push button board to get the voice, you know, to get it all together. So, But we're here and we know things. Yeah, Mike, thank you so much. So let's chat about that. Okay. So this had to do with the beginning of this year, right? We find out that. Quite a few episodes ago. Yeah, yeah. It, it was quite a few episodes ago, but we haven't talked about the sluiceway in a while. Yeah. And what was interesting is Dan, Hero Dan, comes out. He's like, oh, look, this could potentially just be a path right to the money pit. I think the reason that, you know, we he didn't, like, tell everybody, hey, six years ago, we should go and do this. This is, like, step, this should be step number one, and it'll lead us to the money pit. because <laughs> he probably didn't know. Yeah. You know, he was... They have so much. Uh, they have so much data that they have to go through that may that you know. I think they've probably had a chance to skim through a lot of it, but maybe mm -hmm. they haven't. You know, they don't focus in on little bits and pieces. And then when they get the chance to really do that, you know, then they can have this kind of idea and this breakthrough. Mm -hmm. I don't know. I kind of pictured Dan as I mean, in those maybe that know Dan could tell us uh, the guy that comes in, works hard you know, kind of hands in the dirt. Um, so when Dan and Dan are out there working, they're, they're digging They're And they spent a lot of time working in 10 X and not necessarily looking for something like a back door that would that could have been a sluice way up to that. Uh, it just, it's kind of mind blowing. Yeah. I don't know. I just think that he came across a piece of information and he's like, oh, that's extremely relevant. Oh, we can. That's something we can, uh, you know, work on right now. Mm -hmm. You know, like we, we could take advantage of this information this year and make this happen. Yeah. And so he did it. I it's funny because I have to admit my initial thought was <laughs> really, really, Dan, you've been here, you know, stuff. He knows stuff. Yeah. Why'd you wait this long to tell us? Was it season one that he's like, yeah, and right over here is where they found coconut fiber. And then they do like a, they, yes. they drill down and they're like, oh, here's coconut fiber. Like he knew exactly where like he was standing right on the spot. Like he didn't have to do any measurements or anything. He's no. like, whoop, right there, guys. <laughs> I bet you that guy's got a memory like a steel trap. Mm -hmm. That's crazy. He, that's the, re that's a, one of the primary reasons that when we made his trading card, uh -huh. His title is the wise sage. Yeah. Because that guy is a genius. He's very smart. He's been through it all in Oak Island. Oh, yeah. You know, he's he's Dan, the man, Hensky. Dan, the man, Hensky. Mm -hmm. I like that. That's yeah. a good title. 
Well, the white sage is pretty good. Too. It is, but I also like. I feel like if I see Dan, I'll be like Dan the man. <laughs> I hope he gives me a high five if I ever see him on Oak Island. A high five? No, something. Okay. Fist I, bump? A fist. You think he's probably more of a handshaker? He's definitely he's a old school. Yeah, I'll, I'll shake it. That, that's cool. You're a handshaker you, too. You can deal with a yeah. handshake. When I first met Deidre, the first thing I said, "Hi, I'm Dustin." She's like, "I sure hope so," and because you know we met on MySpace. Yeah. And she. Um, we shook hands and she had like a really firm handshake. I was like, yeah. Whoa, better not cross her. <laughs> yep. I was always taught your handshake was your first impression. And mm -hmm. I have found that it happens a lot. People are a little taken back by my handshake. Yeah. But... You know, I don't like squeeze real hard, but I, I give a nice solid handshake, but you give like a firm handshake. Yeah. You, you know, got to give like, a Whoa. firm handshake. Whoa. You look them in the eye, you set the tone as a woman. In certain industries, unless you set that tone up front, no, walk all over you. Yeah, right? and I'm sorry, I'm not gonna deal with that. <laughs> so yeah, it, it it can take people aback when I first meet them. So if you guys, if anyone, uh, if any of our it's listeners ever purpose. meet us, uh, I, I you know I think we met one of our listeners recently, uh -huh. Ben. Yes, I think you shook his hand. He's like, whoa! I think he did. I, really? I think he was I taken don't aback. Remember that. I think he was taken aback by your like. Firmness. I'm just so used. <laughs> to it that i don't notice like you notice weird things like that so yeah I, I i don't know okay yeah well i mean that's the voicemail yes thank you for your voicemail yeah, and mike you're we, awesome we greatly appreciate it i loved it i seriously mm -hmm. it gave it me a good about. chuckle and speaking of sluiceways so i was looking for particular things online like shopping and the first thing it suggested was a portable sluiceway. And I actually laughed out loud. I was <laughs> thinking, why are they suggesting a portable sluiceway to me? That's bizarre. Yeah, it like folded up. It was green. And <laughs> so apparently we need a sluice for some reason. <laughs> no, I think we're good. All right. So if you want to be just like Mike and leave us an awesome voicemail, yes. you could do so. Just call us at 360. 836-4549. And we can have a fun chat about whatever you want. Yeah. Right? Well, not whatever. Oak I mean, Island related, let's, please. Let's stay remotely on topic. I mean, we're guilty of going on tangents, but... Treasure Hunt, Oak Island. That all kind the of, That kind of ballpark. Yes. Yeah, so that was uh, very cool and fun. So thanks. Yes. Um, I do want to give a shout out to our latest patron. Yeah. Over on Patreon. So we have Karen Mills. Thank you so much. Karen, and welcome. we hope you enjoy your Oak Island trading cards. Yes. So we have um, Karen has joined many others that uh, support us through Patreon. Yep. If you go to patreon.com slash Oak Island podcast, you too can support us and we will send you awesome Oak Island themed trading cards every month, every single month for the rest of time. Well, at least until for as long as you're subscribed. Well, and as long as we keep doing this podcast mm -hmm. and they keep doing the show and mm -hmm. there's you know, all the things. Yeah, all the things. There's a lot of factors, but for a long, long time, because this yes. show's not stopping. Nope. Can't stop, won't stop. Can't stop, won't stop. So you guys um, should be receiving your cards by now. I know a lot of you have. Yep. And we do. are beginning to roll out sneak peeks at our newest uh, set. February. The set that's going to complete the first series. Yes. The Pirates, Knights, and Kings. Oh, oh my. my. So we just revealed on our latest live stream on Tuesday, uh, Tony, Tony Sampson. And yep. who is he? Who is he? Yeah, well, what's his title? He is the Lord of Swamp and Seas. Lord of the Swamp and Seas. Mm -hmm. yeah. And uh, he his card is epic. It is epic. We'll post, so it, in, awesome. we'll post it on uh, our Facebook page. Yeah. And that's facebook.com slash Oak Island Podcast. Correct. Yeah. We're on Instagram, right? Yes, we're also on Instagram at Oak Island Podcast. You and, can follow us there. And if you want to email us, hmm, I wonder what it is. Oak Island Podcast at gmail.com. There you go. So, um, is there anything else? You know, there's one other thing I wanted to bring up. What? Um, this is not Oak Island related. So, okay. This, I just, I just want to, uh, Throw this out there, and I want to. I'm because since we're on, I'm a um, little scared. Since we're on video, I just want to see your reaction. Oh, great! So, um, so Deidre is a huge Batman fan. Oh yeah. And there's a new uh, Batman movie that just started uh, going into production, and she had no idea who Batman was, and it's called the Batman, and I'm it's like, it's not the Batman. Yeah, and she's like. Well, it's uh, what's his name? Ben Affleck, right? Mm -hmm. And I'm like, nope, they they changed out Batman to someone else now. 
And she's like, who? And I said, well, let me give you a hint. He sparkles in the sun. And Deidre was like, uh, I freaked out. <laughs> oh, I, I thought you were going to say no. Yeah, I did that. I <laughs> I was ticked. I, I'm still ticked. <laughs> I guess it, she's not a fan. I am absolutely not okay. I'm willing this. to give him a shot, but I, I really, am not. I really like Ben not Affleck. Count. I thought Ben Affleck no. was a good Batman. I mean, but yeah, I, I'll keep Ben anybody. Anybody. <laughs> like, Batman doesn't sparkle. Okay. He's dark. Okay. He, he's a, like it's me. It's different universes. He's not going to sparkle. I don't care. It just, <laughs> I have a real problem with it. Yeah. Okay, sorry. I know it's a sore subject. We'll, yeah. we'll, 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 we will not we'll be, be seeing that. I will not support this Batman. I'll probably go see. Yes, Toby Maguire is the only Spider Man. Wow, that's a swerve right there. All right, so <laughs> one other thing I want to talk about about Oak Island before we really yes. wrap up is how poor Canada and poor rest of the world get to watch Oak Island after the United States. It is really sad. Like, we really. I, I wish there was something more that we can do about like bringing it to the attention of the history channel and to Prometheus entertainment mm -hmm. to be like, Hey, people in Canada want to watch on the same day as the people in the United States mm -hmm. and the people in England don't want to watch it like three months after the fact or whatever it is, you know? Yeah. I bet you they'd take a week later. Yeah. Or, like, <laughs> like anything. Yeah. Anything like let's like, let's get us all on the same day. Move. If you have to move the, uh, broadcast for United States to Sunday um, problem solved. Then everybody watches on Sunday, move Canada to Tuesday, whatever problem solved. Come on. Like it let's would, just... can you imagine how strong the Oak Island would community could be? Yeah. I mean, look at these people, these poor people over in like the UK. I mean, they have to wait months to catch up. How can you be involved in any of the communities online or, you know, whatever. And without being spoiled, you can't. And that's just a bummer because I hate Good. being spoiled. I know it's it's a bummer. Yeah, so it'll I don't be know. good when we start doing our recaps on like previous seasons because all those people will have already seen it and we can all chat about that. And we're really close to that, by the way. We yep. only need a couple more patron Patreon subscribers, and then we'll start doing bonus episodes um, of a watch along starting season one, episode one of the Curse of Oak Island. Mm -hmm. So. It's coming really soon. So if you haven't already, like one more time, patreon.com slash Oak Island podcast, go sign up there and you'll get awesome things. Plus you get awesome new content. Yep. Regardless. You're awesome. You guys are awesome. You, hey, rock. you know what? You're awesome. You rock me like a hurricane. I'm not awesome. You're awesome. Oh, okay. Good. And you rock like a hurricane. Yeah, I know. All right. Well, is that it? That's it. All right. Well, Hey, you guys are awesome. Have a good week. Have Anything a good else? week. Nope. Until. Until next time. Could it, Could it be? be? Uh, Billy, why don't we switch out? You can keep going. We'll do our best. Yeah. Woo, baby. There you go.